What's up, everybody? Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring words, voice, language, and freedom to your world. It's Wednesday, so let's wise up and talk about communication and instruction and their many facets in our lives. What's up, everybody? I hope you're having an amazing, awesome, beautiful, fantabulous day. This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Um, if this is your first time tuning into my podcast, thank you so much for joining me. I am Jennifer Brand, and I am your podcast host, bringing you words, voice, language, and freedom. If you are returning, thank you so much. I appreciate you for tuning in. Um, I always enjoy you guys. I appreciate your comments, your sentiments, your ratings, your likes, your reviews. If you enjoy this podcast, please give me a rating and a review um, as we are continuing to grow and learn and glean wisdom each and every week. So this week, um, something that I want to talk about um, that I really want to kind of bring home for you guys because it really was brought home for me in this way is a conversation that I had with my husband. We were talking after um, either during or after a workout. I don't totally remember. Maybe we were in the car or whatever. But I, I brought uh, we were talking about the things that. We're going on in the world during the quarantine time, during the pandemic, and the way that everything is shifted. And that was kind of the lines of the conversation we were talking about. And I shared with him that I was thinking on how is essential really essential? Um, if you follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram, I put up a post where he was jogging. He was maybe about uh, 20 feet in front of me. Um, I wasn't jogging. I was walking. He actually ran past me. And I explained how during this time, I have learned what is absolutely essential for me and what is absolutely essential for um, our family and what is absolutely essential for um, our functionality, for our thriving and continuing forward throughout all of this. And so my I posed the question on that post that have we really defined like what's essential for us? And one of the things that um, during this time, we we hear a lot is the word essential. I mean, I was telling him how often you hear, you know, when you go to the store, you can only grab essentials. As we're trying to, you know, think about everybody else, you can only do this essentially and you can only go where it's essential. Essential this, essential that. And I never thought that this word would mean so much to me or govern so much in my life. And so I looked up what the word essential means because I think we have all of these connotation understandings of what essential means. In the beginning of this this pandemic, everybody thought toilet paper was essential. Everybody thought paper towels and cleaning goods were essential. Um, at the beginning of this pandemic, um, everybody thought that staying inside, wearing gloves were, were essential. Now it seems as though all of those things are not as essential. And a fa- in fact, because of the mass amount of unemployment in America, particularly um, Finances, resources, workings, money, that has become essential because people still had bills. So then bills became less essential because people stopped having money. And so then it was like after that, what was the wave of essentiality? So then it was essential that people continue to move because suicide rates were increasing. People were experiencing more depression. Uh, people were kind of locked in uh, places that may not, may or may not be safe. And, and that's as far as uh, the rates of domestic violence increasing and abuse reports increasing, um, child abuse reports. So again, we begin to find, to define essential 
differently on a global perspective, on a, on a national perspective, um, a statewide and a local perspective. And so my question is for your house throughout all of this, what is essential? Um, the definition of essential is something that's absolutely necessary, something that's extremely important, something that um, is, is absolutely necessary. It, it's down to the bare, raw, basic, fundamental, foundational thing that you need in order to and then fill in blank. And I think that's where we've missed it as a nation. The blank has always changed, meaning that you know, first we needed toilet paper because we needed to make sure that we had toilet paper wipes and, and stuff because people were buying it. And so we thought that we would have any. So out of fear, we stocked up. But then we realized that that was not essential to paying our bills. And so the essential was that we needed money. And so moving from toilet paper to money and resources and finances to moving to our health. So we're, we're still skimming back to what is our bare minimum what is our our functionality and our essentiality in this place and so what i found for me personally is that being essential and being um having those essential needs is what allows me to thrive and allows me to navigate all seasons. So before this season, I had my essentials. And I would say that some of you guys had some essentials. I figured that, you know, some people have communicated it's been essential for them to go get their Starbucks cup coffee every morning. It's been essential for them to get up and go jogging. It's been essential for them to hit the office before everybody else does. So all of these things that we thought were essential essentially we're not <laughs> and I know you're probably like oh my god I'm kind of tired of hearing the word but that's the question that I want to pose to you is essential really essential you know was that Starbucks coffee really essential um was beating everybody to the office so that you don't have to talk to people is that really essential is um making sure that you are the first to leave the office to get your work done so you can start or is that, is that really essential i mean was toilet paper really essential i mean did have you run out for those of you who went to bulk buy now i didn't have to go bulk buy because i already had um a storage i have a system guy gave me two or three years ago that i don't mind sharing with you all it's just hard to implement because they're limiting the amount of supplies that you can get but just for a segue i'll share it what i do is is i take ten dollars a week and I buy I buy supplies for my house. So it's either a sale on toilet paper, um, paper towels, dishwashing detergent, dishwashing liquid, um, cleaning supplies, Clorox wipes, all those things. So I had literally a, a room full of things when this pandemic hit. And it just made me grateful because I actually shared this tip with some of my bloggers. Uh, about a, about two years ago. And some of them, you know, thanked me for sharing that because they were also in a great position. Because if you think about it, if, if I buy, if I spend $10 a week, it's $40 a month. And especially if you're single, I mean, you will not go through that stuff. I, I've lived out of my supply for almost a year and a half, been able to give things away. Um, nothing's went bad. I still have a good supply and it's going to last me through this pandemic and on, on the other side. So, um, it's a way to bulk buy and stash without couponing. I was really bad at couponing. Um, <laughs> couponing was not essential for me. Keeping up with all those little shreds of paper and then keeping up with all the different apps. And it was just too much for me. So that was a system that worked for me to kind of get ahead and be disciplined about um, cutting cost. So at any rate, um, 
because after a while, if you do it, you know, I would say a consistent, you know, eight to 12 weeks, you will have a great supply. Um, it's just making sure that you have somewhere to put it. Um, but with that being said, it was your toilet paper really essential. Um, was your job essential? Are you now unemployed? And, and how are they treating you? Are they treating you with love and care? Um, are they treating you with kindness? Or if you're still employed, are they being empathetic to the changes, the situations, the new narrative that you're in, the new place that you're in? How are they handling you as an employee? Is that essential? Is it essential for your health, for your well-being? Is it essential for your mental state? How is it benefiting you to know that what you have or do not have at this place, if it's essential or not? Remember, is something essential, is it absolutely necessary? And I think the reason why we need to know if something is absolutely necessary because we need to know to what degree we can and cannot do without that thing. Because you might have something, somebody, um, and I'm saying somebody because even in all of this, um, we've had some relationships that have been non-essential that we've had to uh, social distance from. So this is a great time to assess relationships as well. And I'll come back to that. But we've had somebody or something that was not essential that was removed. And we can see how it impacted the quality of our life. This is not just a time to take a, a time out from social from social scenes, from um, your job or from interacting with other humans. Like, no, this is an excellent time to assess your life. Now, understand that all of us are going through our own degree degree of quarantine, our degree of normalcy, non-normalcy, um, working remotely, online, all Zoom meeting, go-to meeting, classes, what have you. We all have very different and unique circumstances based on and around what we were doing before this time of pandemic and during this time of pandemic. But after this time of pandemic, let's focus on that because some things and some privileges and freedoms that you don't have right now, you will have after this. And so after this, what are some absolutely essential things that you need to bring back into your life? Just as much as we focus on the things that were not essential, we also need to focus on the things that are essential. So again, I pose my question, is essential really essential? Like, is it really essential? For me, one of the things that I had to bring back into my life that was absolutely necessary, that was extremely important for more reasons than one, is that I remain active during this quarantine. I was so determined, and I say it in past tense because I started like 40 days ago, but I was so determined to not gain weight during the quarantine. It's so easy to sit at your desk and snack. It's so easy to sit sit at home and snack, especially being that the majority of the eating that I have to do, I have to cook. And a lot of, I have a lot more food in my house because of groceries, which includes snacks. So it's a different type of discipline. And so um, that was an absolutely essential thing that I had to reintroduce to my life. And I think it's absolutely essential for several of us to make sure that we are maintaining a physically fit life. With that being said, that's something that's absolutely necessary that I had to bring into my life during the quarantine and that I need to bring into my life after the quarantine. For some of you guys, is it your job? Is it absolutely necessary that you move from the job that you're on because of the way that they treated you and they handled you and your family during this time? Is it absolutely essential that you remain in that company, that you stay with those people? Is it absolutely necessary that you decide during this time to shift with the economy and shift with the changing times and shift with all of the moving dynamics right now to do your own thing? Is it absolutely necessary, extremely important to your now and to your future? 
there are some things that I have done um, for my future during this time because it was absolutely necessary. I understand that the world isn't on a vacation, that we are going through um, a health crisis and we are trying our best uh, spiritually, educationally, emotionally, financially, um, medically uh, to navigate this time and to make sure that we don't lose as many lives as possible. However, for those of us who are not on the front lines, I think it's a great time to be retrospective and also to reflect and to be introspective and to make some decisions based on how your life is different. Because now that we are down to the bare bottom, now that we are down to the bare minimum, some of the things that you thought were essential probably aren't. Some of those things that you don't recognize were very essential. You need to reprioritize your life, reprioritize your time, reprioritize your focus around these things in the event that uh, the world shifts um, in this direction another time. I, I tend to be of the people that believes that we aren't just returning to the world as it was. I, I am not of the people that subscribe to the mentality that, oh, we're just getting back to normal. No, I do not believe that. I firmly believe that we are returning to a new normal. I firmly believe that people are going to have to be re-socialized back into society. They're not going to be quick and apt to move right back into work environments, school environments, learning environments, workout environments, stadiums, gyms, bars salons, hotels, malls, um, places. I do not believe as a society at large that we will. Now, there are some people who are just itching to get a haircut or, you know, they're just itching to get back into the house of God. I'll be one. But at the same time, I do think that people will do so with precaution. I can very much see people entering these environments with very stylish masks or um, really pretty gloves or very, very covered and reserved in different ways just because of um, not being certain that there's no certainty around the degree of safety or not safety even when quote unquote outside opens back up so with that said your health is still essential um your mental well-being is still essential um i understand that it's tough to be in the house i understand that it's tough to remain seated to remain inside and to remain focused and functional um when you don't have the freedom um, or the ability to exercise some of the things that you want to do. However, in ways that your focus has shifted during this time, that is something essential that you need to pay attention to. Because again, if you can't go to work, if you can't go to church, if you can't go shopping, if you can't go to the ballpark, heck, you can't even go to the park. If you can't do any of these things, what does your life consist of? Does your purpose stop? Does does your goals and your dreams and your vision stop? Do you just stop living? Do you stop dating? Do you stop loving? Do you stop reaching out? No, you shouldn't. As a matter of fact, because we're being quarantined and practicing social distancing, now would be the time more than ever to to work on those things. I've I've been seeing posts about people being condemning toward people who are being productive during this time and who are actually just trying to survive. But I say in the most simple in the most simple form, do you? Because again, I don't know what's essential for you. I am not the president nor am I the governor of your life. So I can't tell you what's essential for your livelihood, for your functioning, for your inner well-being, and for the progressive of your future. But what I can tell you is that there will be another side. We will be on the other side of this we will return to um, a new world um, on the other side of this at whatever point that we do. And so 
I don't think that you should wait to live your life to that point. I think that as much as you can creatively be open and and grow and and challenge yourself to to think outside of the box in unorthodox ways to make sure that those things that are absolutely necessary for you don't go unmet, they don't go unchecked, that they don't go um, not nurtured and cared for and loved. So again, I think that we have to define if essential is really essential. I think one thing that we've learned throughout all of this time that, you know, basic things you cannot live without um, far outweigh a lot of the amenities and a lot of the privileges and a lot of the freedoms um, that we had. They're, they're in, that those basic things are so indispensable. Something as simple as being able to go to the store and get a pack of water. You know, you need water. You realize how much you really needed water. You realize how much you really needed to be able to go to the store and the shelves be stocked. And so I want to get on people now. Before I get into relationships and social distancing, I want to talk about essential workers. Um, because again, we essential has been a buzzword in our society and during this time. And so I really feel like we should learn more about this word and the power of what it means to us right now. But it's, it's basically referring, referring to the basic nature of something. And I'm saying you have the power to define what that something is. A lot of people think about the essentiality of life is, you know, surviving like basic needs, food, water, shelter. And for some people, yeah, it's down to that. Some people, that's a struggle. And so prayerfully, you will find the resources or the people, um, the things that you need in order to uh, get those needs met if you are in a place of struggle to get them met. Um, But for the rest of us, if you have those basic essentials met and if you have, um, if you are blessed and covered and, and that's not an absolute struggle or strain for you, what are the other things? What are the other things that you've deemed essential? And well, is it really essential? So talking about these essential workers, one thing that our our economy has learned is that who we thought were very essential are not as essential as we thought and who we belittled and didn't think mattered or were as important are actually very essential during a time like this. This situation that we're in and this this box um, that we're navigating our way out of, we, we found different industries and different personnel to be most essential um, to helping us fight through this. Um, so I just want to, at this time, take a moment to give a shout out to all the front lines, frontline workers in whatever capacity, in whatever industry, whatever field, whether you're cleaning the hospital, whether you're the pharmacy, the pharmacy, um, I can't get the word out, the pharmacy doctor, the medical doctor, the respiratory therapist, the nurse, um, whether you are the janitor, uh, whether you are the grocery um, clerk, whether you are the shelf stalker, whether you, whoever you are. Are that has continued um, to be essential to our society and allow it to some degree remain functional and operational so that we can navigate this time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for all of us um, who are not on the front lines, but that are rooting and cheering and praying for you um, to do your best work with your expertise and with your skills and your dedication so that we can live to see the other side of this from the deepest of my heart. Thank you. I dare not finish this podcast without sharing that. But with that said, um, 
there are some essential workers. And I think that the economy, like I said, has has clearly defined what is essential and to what degree. Even your companies, your jobs, um, and whatever uh, degree of operation, level of management, authority that you're in, um, they have designated what, what things for the company are essential operations, what are not essential operations, what can be done online and what, what can be done remotely and what cannot. And you may have known some of these things before for walking into um, this season of our life, but you also may not have known that you could be as creative to use technology to navigate and mitigate some of the things that you can't do from physical presence or being confined to your own homes, which goes into social distancing. Because as we're talking about essential workers, we also have to talk about essential relationships. There are some relationships that may very well be essential, but you're practicing social distancing for. For instance, visiting your grandparents or elderly or vulnerable populations, um, going to nursing homes. Um, very quickly, it became essential in a different way that you approach that relationship differently as to protect those people. Um, if And I'm saying if very strongly, because I know that there are some people who don't subscribe to the um, mentality of social distancing. Some people don't believe that they are carriers or that they can be affected. Um, and so I'm not putting them down. However you decide to navigate this time, that's on you. Um, at the same time, um, from what's understood, there are different levels of what is and what is not essential. And as it pertains to relationships, we have quickly learned what is and is not essential, meaning that whether we're working through a Zoom call and still have to collaborate with coworkers on assignments or projects, whether we're working with teammates or meeting as organizations through various technologies and forms of communications, or whether it's interpersonal relationships, meaning that the best friend that could pop in every day, now you... Now now that doesn't happen or you can't have that or from the person that was far across the world now they become very near in your your all's form of communication so again defining what is essential i don't think that we can fault people for their absence in this time of our life because we have so many factors that we're still juggling yes we've been in quarantine for some time but that doesn't mean that um, people are already and automatically adapted and comfortable and ready to, um, ready, just ready to, uh, return back to normal or ready to engage and interact or go beyond the scope of their responsibilities for you. So we can't penalize people if they haven't been talking to us as much as they would or they haven't been coming over because they probably haven't been going anywhere. Uh, but with that said, um, we also get to take up a look at our relationships. We get to take a different perspective on what is essential and what is not essential. Um, as a married woman, it was essential for me to be with my husband. I didn't want to be quarantined alone. I didn't want to be... Um, and the reason why I'm painting that picture is because for a season we were in different cities. But when this uh, quarantine caused a lot of things to shift, I was like, well, I will be inside so I can be with you. And and so um, when, you're, when you're assessing the essential relationships, I mean, you begin to really think about checking on your people and the ones that you want to call, the ones that you want to check up on, the ones that you want, you know, to um, to have conversation with, all of those things. I, I love that my family, even my distant family, has started these things called town talks where they get together on Zoom calls for family time. And we're not the only family that does it. I've seen several families post their Zoom photos of engaging with each other 
and posting each other and spending time together and churches as well. So with that being said, I think it's important um, that we define what's essential because again, if we are down to the bare minimal, if we are down to the bare nature of our somethings, whatever various things that we consider essential, then what's really essential? Like really, like is is it indispensable? Like what can you absolutely positively not live without? What is absolutely necessary? And when you define what is absolutely necessary, then place the other things in your life in their respective place, meaning that because they are not essential, how do they rank? How do they compare? What do they go in level of priority? Because I guarantee you one thing that this quarantine has done for a lot of people has redirected and reshifted their focus to what is and what is not essential. And because they know now what is essential, they probably think very differently about some of the habits and the things that they were doing um, that was costing them parts of their future as opposed to benefiting them. So for me, like what's absolutely essential? I've learned that time with my husband is absolutely essential. Time with my family, absolutely essential. Time checking on my people, absolutely essential. Time with my body, absolutely essential. I sit on my butt all day. I got to get up and move it. I got to get my steps in. It's absolutely non-negotiable. Um, time with the Lord and in the word, absolutely essential. I get crabby. I get cranky. I get all types of whatever because there's so many things going on in the world and I need to have the safe haven of prayer and the Holy Spirit and his presence to wash my mind and to renew it to him. And then also to have the peace of God that transcends all understanding so it can guard my heart in Christ Jesus from all of the madness in the world. I have to have that. And so it's really made me put um, the correct and proper order around my life and everything else that evolves around that um, is just what I said around that. So that's my personal example. I have defined for me what really is essential and it is really essential. And some of the things that I thought were essential, they there's they pale in comparison to what's really essential. Um, like I said, greater than toilet paper, like get down into your heart, get down into your mind, get down into your soul. What's good for those things? What's good for your body? You know, what's good for your family? What's good for those people who are dependent on you? Even if you are in a position of management or operation or even an entrepreneur and you have people working under you, like what's what's essential for them right now and how can you be proactive and um essential in providing that for them and creating avenues of outlets and resources that helps them meet those needs to me that's what makes you a stellar employer employee and stellar employer and a stellar teammate an awesome business partner i think it makes you a great confidant and friend and so let's try to think about these things let let, let me just ask you one more time before we go is essential really essential and so once you answer that question, I think you will learn a lot more about who you are and a lot more about where you're going and maybe identify some changes that need to be made so that when we are on the out other side of this quarantine and of this pandemic, that you come out stronger, wiser, better, and the best you that you can be. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, again, please give me a like, rating, and review. Um, I would love to hear from you all. I would love to connect. Hit me up on social media. The link should be in the description box on whatever platform you're listening to. And I love you all. So until next time, guys, peace, love, and hair grease.